It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon Scott, again with Locked On Wizards. Today, we're going to talk about the Wizards re-signing Taj Gibson, which Washington Wizards players are on the trade block currently, and acquiring minds want to know, what offense are we going to run in D.C. next year? We're going to talk about that and much more next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's good, Wiz fans? It's your boy, Brandon Scott, again. And welcome back to Locked On Wizards. And thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every single day. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel, the official sports book of Locked On. Make every moment more right now. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On just to get started so we're going to cover a lot today um definitely it's friday so thank god it's friday tgif a lot of news to put out today but we are going to start with the news that uh the biggest news today the washington wizards have re-signed free agent forward taj gibson he's coming back he is coming back on a one-year 3.2 million dollar contract so um start with that uh what what is my opinion about it and what is the positives and negatives behind that well i thought that we should have made a run at christian wood um i thought mo Bama was a target bo bo i thought was a target you know there's still you know there's some names still out on the market uh biz uh bismarck biombo a couple names out there to back up either to, to kind of skip in front of mike muscala in the death charts or be behind mike muscala in the death charts but i definitely thought that we could have added somebody who I guess who can contribute more. Now looking at Taj Gibson, and you know he's 38 years old. Uh, he had his moments last year, but it was very, 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 very underwhelming. And you know, 
I guess the positives, like, let's get into positives because I got more negatives than positives. But um, I guess the really the positive thing you can think of for the signing is leadership, right? It's a young team. It's year one of a rebuild. Uh, you need leadership. You need veteran leadership. You need guys who've been there and done that. You know, Tosh Gibson's been around the league for a while. You know, you know Chicago, New York. You know, you played at a high level. You played for some competitive teams. Um, he's played with some excellent players, man. You know, you look at the players he's played with. Um, I think that from a leadership standpoint, he's definitely a, an asset when it comes to leadership. But the thing is, we need depth. So the positive thing about this signing to me is, yes, he does provide veteran leadership, which for year one of a rebuild for a young team such as this one, you need leadership. You know, Kyle Kuzma was the unsung hero last year, in my opinion, and a lot of people share that opinion. Um, you can say the KP was, but, you know, and then Jordan Poole, he has shown glimpses and signs that he's ready to step in and be a leader for this team. You know, if you look at certain things like the workout out in L.A. that he held with members of this team and the fact that he reached out to Bilal Koulibaly after he was drafted, Jordan Poole is definitely a young leader. But you can never have enough, to a certain degree, you can never have enough veteran leadership. So he def definitely provides veteran leadership, which, again, is much needed for a young rebuilding team. Negatives, you know, Gafford. Can you depend on Daniel Gafford to play more than 25 minutes a night? Remains to be seen. Uh, he's he's often dealt with conditioning issues. Um, he, he falls for pump fakes at a record rate. Um, he gets into foul trouble. I'm a big fan of Gaff. I think that is a pick and roll lob threat. He's on point. Uh, he showed glimpses of adding certain pieces to the game, a mid-range jumper, which, you know, we'll see if a mid-range jumper is a permanent part of his game. But to this point right now, Daniel Gafford is a lob threat who, man, he's a paint defender. He defends the paint. But, you know, for a guy who is going to start at the five, we need him to play 25 plus. And I don't know yet if he's that guy. Um, if he can deal with the foul issues, then we're working with something. But we definitely need depth behind Daniel Gafford. And Mike Miscala, more of a stretch five, stretch four. Uh, defensively, he's just not really what you want in Weston Sale Jr.'s system is being a defensive system. So you definitely need depth. Um, Christian Wood, if you look at the contract he signed with the Lakers, I think that that was a very team-friendly deal that he could have came in, if not started, at the five for us. Um, he could have played significant minutes because he has proven to be, you know, defensively, I get it. He's not as polished as you want him to be at that size. But as a, but offensively, I think he would mesh well with the squad. So I was, in, I was actually in favor of looking at Christian Wood. Again, Muhammad Bamba, Bobo, Bo, you know, they were young candidates that I thought we could assign but yes Taj Gibson has his limitations he's 38 I'm 37 I'm not saying it's old I'm just saying you're just saying you're in your 20s no more but you know looking at it can he contribute if need be that's the big question mark and to me it's just one of those things that have to be answered you know like in like any major move in sports you know there's always gonna be people who are pro and there's always gonna be people that are con no matter what every move in sports regardless of the sport right so I'm not totally out. I'm, I don't totally hate this move because I, I, I think the Taj Gibson definitely provides much needed veteran presence. But, you know, what happens, man, like I said, the deficiencies with Gaffer's game and the deficiencies with Mike Muscala's game, you know, if he needs to play minutes, what can you really expect out of Taj Gibson at, at this stage in his career? So definitely comment below. Let me know what you guys think. What can we expect from Taj Gibson? You know, veteran leadership, yes, big plus. But as far as playing, what can we realistically expect from Taj Gibson going forward? I mean, so because like I said, hate to beat a dead horse, but can you, these are the questions for you guys. Can you defend? Can you defend? Well, 
Well, can you depend on Daniel Gafford to, to play 25-plus minutes a night? Can he show up the foul issues? You know, can can he be that guy? You know, we need him to play 25-plus. If Daniel Gafford can take that step forward, I, then I think a lot of pressure is taken off of Mike Muscala having to come in and, and make up for those minutes. So let me know what you guys think. I think that it's kind of a man signing. It's not a negative signing. It's not a positive one. It's just – is a signing, you know, leadership is much needed, but as far as what he provides, a lot of remains to be seen in my opinion. So we're going to go ahead and move on some wizards on the trade block. We're going to talk about that. And if they aren't moved, who could be waived? Ooh, we're going to talk about that next. But before we do tonight's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel America's number one sports book right now. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets. Guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet five will get one hundred dollars off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Good God! Now it's the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can bet on anything from spreads to player props to anything, man. So visit FanDuel.com/slash/lockedon and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, the official partner of. The NF. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every single day. Every day is the next show we're going to be talking about. What is the lineup in the depth chart going forward into training camp and preseason? We're going to take a look at the depth chart next. So definitely tune in for that. But let's get into it now. There is a report that came out from Neil DeLaw. And then quote says, if the Wizards aren't able to find trade value for a veteran like DeLon Wright, Lanzi Schmidt, or Mike Muscala soon, notice I said soon, Xavier Cooks and Anthony Gill could be at risk of getting waived. So let's dig into that. Obviously, looking at the depth chart, uh, we've looked at it a few times. We know that Lanzi Schmidt, of all people, you know, if you're, if you're serious about getting Johnny Davis playing time and developing him, and you got to move Landry Shamet. You know, I get it. He's a shooter. You know, outside of that, you know, what's his true value? But I think that there are, you know, the Miami Heat was one team that was rumored to be interested. I definitely think he has value. Shooting is at a premium. Let's be real. In today's NBA, it's better to be a shooter than just a strictly defensive player. You know, it wasn't always like that. But right now, it's the time to be a, a shooter. Shooting is a premium right now. Now, I get it. If you look at certain transactions this year, uh, the Marcus Smart move, uh, the the previous uh, couple of years moves like Rudy Gobert, defense is kind of getting his value back. He's becoming more of a premium, but shooting is still is a shooting age. It's a perimeter-driven league right now. So Landry Schmidt is definitely going to get – he has value. Um, looking at DeLon Wright, we know how important DeLon Wright was. He was probably the most important under-the-radar acquisition last year because defensively, he's a stopgap. He can shoot. Now, I'm not going to depend on him, on him to be, you know, shooting 38% from three, but he could definitely sit back there and hit the tray, right? So DeLon Wright, he, you know, with him going down the injury, showed how important he was to this defense. 
to this team overall, really, with this defensive, you know, capability. So DeLon Wright definitely has value. Um, and Mike Muscala, again, you know, get on him. He's just stretch four, stretch five. Um, you know, defense ain't his ain't his thing, but he, he can definitely score. He can definitely shoot from three. So I believe all three have value. Now, the fact that they said soon, you know, me and E both said time and time again that we both believe that it may be time for a consolidation trade. You know, obviously, with this being the year one of a rebuild, you know, getting playing time for players such as Denny Avia, Corey Kispert, Bilal Koulibaly, Shawnee Davis, all people, absolutely, you need to find playing time. Um, obviously, the jury's out. Who's going to start at three? Is it going to be Corey Kispert? Is it going to be Denny Avia? Remains to be seen. Uh, that decision does shape how the second unit is going to be, but you best believe they're going to try to find minutes for Bilal Koulibaly. But looking at Johnny Davis, what is the main obstacle in front of Johnny Davis? And that would be Landry Shamet. So I think that it really behooves his franchise to move Landry Shamet. And I would look at moving Mike Muscala. Now, you know, with we, you know, the previous thing we were just talking about, you know, with them signing Taj Gibson, are you, you know, by moving Mike Muscala, you know, are you depending on Taj Gibson to be a backup? I, I don't know. I mean, you guys tell me. I, I don't know if I'm cool with that. You know, like I said, leadership, yes. I don't think Taj Gibson in this stage of his career is ready to be a backup. So I don't know right now if I see Mike Muscala being dealt. Uh, DeLon Wright, I'm iffy on that. I'm in favor of him playing his contract through in D.C. You know, this is a contract year. Obviously, he's not a long-term piece. So, you know, definitely we can we need his presence defensively and as a leadership standpoint on the second unit. So to me, if I'm the coach, if I'm the GM, I'm going to showcase Tyus Jones at the point, starting point, and I'm going to try to move him. You know, if you look at his contract, I believe it's 14 mil. Um, he definitely has value, especially for a contending team that A, needs that extra guard, or B, who's dealing with injury at the starting point guard position. So I definitely think that Tyus Jones has value. I, I definitely believe that. So I'm definitely going to deal him before I would DeLon. That's just me. Um, but if you're looking to make a consolidation trade now, you might be looking at DeLon right being moved. You do very well. I think that Landry Schmidt, if you're within the next couple of weeks or leading up to training camp and preseason, if they are trying to make a consolidation trade right now, the target to me is Landry Schmidt and DeLon Wright because I don't see them moving Tyus Jones till the deadline. And, you know, Danilo Gallinari, you don't know what to expect. You know, he's a scorer. You know, he's coming in with some fire, man, with, with a chip on his shoulder. But, you know, you still have to showcase him. So you don't know really, you don't know what his value is at. So yeah, DeLon Wright and Landry Schmidt look like they could be on the trade block. Um, but Xavier Cooks and Anthony Gill risk of being waived. I mean, I've said this, I know E has said this, that you know, Xavier Cooks and Anthony Gill, they're hustle guys, they die for loose balls. What they provide isn't categorized in a stat line, you know, it's it's just that tough guy, you know what I mean? Like they die for loose balls, the toughness, they come in, but you know, Xavier Cooks and Anthony Gill, they're not going to wow you. They're not guys who, you know, so if anybody on the roster, you know, those two would be the two that would be up to getting waived. Now, Xavier Cooks looked better in FIBA, but, you know, again, he was a signee from the Tommy Shepard era. So how much loyalty does his new front office really have to him, if any at all? And Anthony Gill, you know, hey, honestly, look, straight up, thank you for your service. For Anthony Gill, you know, came in, you were, he, you know, to a certain degree, he was a leader also, you know, he was kind of a, a player coach, you know, because he spent a lot of time on the bench. So he definitely was an asset. You know, I'm not going to say he didn't, you know, provide quality time in here in DC. 
He did. But if anybody is on the chopping block to get waived, it's definitely those two. So, um, and before we move on real quick, uh, uh, a quick little transaction. Um, the Wizards actually just signed Dahan Vasilijovic to an Exhibit 10 contract. Um, you know him from our summer league roster. Uh, and then, and again, he is a very intriguing signing too. I like to see how he does. I don't know if he's going to go play with the go-go, but very intriguing move. So we're going to move on to a mailbag question, and which deals with what offense will the Washington Wizards run and who are they running through next year? But before we do, tonight's episode is brought to you by Chase Medical. Boom. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so that you're not just hoping that you have access to an emergency room or medication at home. Jace Medical makes sure that you have the medication in hand. Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation of care. Don't get, get caught unprepared. I'm trying to tell you guys, former military, but I'm a big believer in having a contingency plan, right? Having medication, having uh, maybe food, you know, you always have yourself, whether you have a family, whether you just have parents or yourself, have the tools necessary to take care of yourself in an emergency, national disaster, war, whatever it happens. So I definitely recommend it. You can save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using code locked on at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com promo code locked on so i definitely recommend it y'all i'm telling you right now it's better to have something that you don't need than to need something that you do not have so definitely we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed 93 percent of employers agree indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent indeed survey and listeners of this show will get a 75 dollars sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash podcast just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Check it out. Um, So let's get into the last portion of tonight's episode. Um, This is a question from YouTube and it's from Pink Different 5533. Appreciate your uh, question. And it says, what type of offense do you think we're going to see this season? Um, More team Basketball with ball movement or Kuzin pool, pretty much a shot contest between the two. Quick transition game or mostly a standing game. More pick and roll or just space on the floor for the guards to cut. And that's a really, really good question. I'm going to say this. It really depends on – I. It, it's kind of like BC and AD, right? It's like – but to me, it's before the deadline, after the deadline. Um, Tyus Jones is not a guy that's really known to push the pace. Um, you know, if you look at the last couple of years, we've dealt with guards who, you know, Spencer Dilwitty didn't push the pace. Monte Morris, he tried. Um, but, you know, Tyus can push a little bit, but he's not a guy who's going to really push this. So before the deadline, I could definitely see um, an offense where, you know, it's not going to be – they're not going to push the pace. It's not going to be a quick transition game. But I'll say this. I think that last year it proved that this offense was more fluid when it ran through Kyle Kuzman. So – Shot kind of, we, we we all know that Kyle Kuzma and Jordan Poole are going to get the most shot attempts at anybody on the team. So the offense is definitely going to flow through, through those two players. Now, the good thing is with Tyus Jones, man, you know, he's a distributing point guard. He's got good vision. He's going to utilize Kuz and Poole. 
You know, so I think the biggest question is, can Tyus Jones penetrate the paint enough to collapse defenses and utilize Kuz, Poole, and other shooters we have, such as Kispert? Let's go, on. You know, can we, can he, does he have the ability to collapse defenses and really utilize Kuz and Poole, Kispert on the outside? We'll see. But if we're moving on to after the deadline, I think it's going to be a quick transition game. Now, it really depends on the moves. You know, like I said, we were just talking about a consolidation trade where DeLon Wright might be moved. You know, at the deadline, if we move Tyus, you know, then you very well could see Jordan Poole playing at, at point, which he did last year when Stephen Curry was injured. Um, if Jordan Poole is, is playing point, then I could definitely see a quick transition game. Now, getting to the pick and roll, I think it behooves you, if you really want to utilize the skill set of Daniel Gafford and, you know, Mike Muscali, a lot of these bigs who, you know, I, I definitely think that a pick and roll, there should be definitely a pick and roll combination with either Tyus and Gaff or Jordan Poole and Gaff. And they definitely need to utilize the pick and roll. That, that is something they definitely need to utilize because if you look at when Daniel Gaffer is most successful, you know, he had a guard who was willing to pick and roll, get him involved because, you know, I, I get it. We're all waiting on Dan Gaffer to kind of add some more tools to his offensive tool bag. But right now, I hate to use this, but he's kind of spoon-fed, kind of like what John Wall said about Martian Gortat. You know, he has to be set up. So pick and roll. You know, they, I think that they played well with a pick and roll with the point guard Dan Gaffer last year. So, you know, answer your question is kind of a big answer, my bad. <laughs> um, but I definitely think that before the deadline, um, you're going to see Tyus play more of a set, you know, setting the offense up. Um, I think it behooves him to drive the lane more, create for himself a little bit, take some attention, class defense, and really utilize shooters. But after the deadline, if indeed Jordan Poole is the starting point guard, I think that it behooves his team to run. Run. Catch defenses off balance. Run. Transition game killing. Because if you look at most successful guards we we, we have had in this franchise is Gilbert Arenas and John Wall. And I get it, one year Russell Westbrook, yeah, but what what kind of binds all three? They push the pace. They catch defenses off guard in transition. John Wall made millions of a catching the defense off guard on transition. So I definitely think it behooves both Tyus and Jordan to kind of push the pace. You know, the speed is transition game up. So again, pink different five five three three. Definitely appreciate the question. Dope question. Appreciate you. Um, so that is it, everybody. Um, like I said, definitely let me know what you guys think. Um. The real Ed Oliver is taking a night off. He's a little under the weather, so definitely keep him in your prayers. Hope my brother gets feeling, feeling better. Definitely keep him in your prayers, y'all, if you do indeed pray. Um, so, But, again, appreciate y'all. Um, appreciate everybody. I hope everybody has a good, good weekend. Be safe. And hail to the Wizards and peace. Take care. See you guys next time. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.